Good day and welcome to Practice Blueprint, the podcast. Each episode of Practice Blueprint captures our success and shares it with other practitioners. Our success is based on already making big mistakes so you don't have to. See, over the years, we have been fortunate to capture a proven, sustainable, and successful program which will eliminate fear, frustration, and stress while it advances your competency and your confidence so that you can develop a sustainable, profitable, natural health business. This system is built by practitioners for practitioners. It is not theory. It has been proven with over 30,000 clinical hours of hands-on experience to support it. In each episode, we will address real clinical challenges with proven, accessible solutions any practitioner can benefit from. This, in turn, will position you to develop that natural health business you've always dreamed of. So thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint. Hello and welcome everybody to this month's uh, Country Doctor Herbals Protocol Q&A. Uh, we do this every month. You guys can submit uh, questions, mm -hmm. um, whether or not you want to learn more about products, you know, product protocols specifically, challenging cases, um, all that good stuff. So yes. it's super fun. We also record it for those that can't be with us. Um, but always feel free to submit questions or case studies or what you would like to get value from um, from these when we do them. So with that, we will go ahead and dive in. Um, the first one, why don't we talk about uh, severe hair loss in young women? And thank you, um, Anna Marie had submitted Anna Marie submitted? Yeah. Okay, great. Thank you, Anna Marie. I appreciate it. So the... Any of the Q&As that we do, and this is one of the things that I don't think I've done a good enough job prefacing the discussion maybe going in. Mm -hmm. Anytime somebody submits me or Becca, uh, you know, uh, like a, a profile or a piece of a profile, one of the concerns that the client is having, okay? Mm -hmm. Our approach to as practitioners for evaluation takes all of those into consideration. It takes everything into consideration. So whether it's a skin issue, a hair loss, a weight loss, a can't sleep, a blood pressure, these are all symptoms of the problem. So we need to, it's important, I think, for us to establish kind of like the, you know, the foundation of mm -hmm. these are all things that, yes, we face. And yes, there's certain things that we need to do, but we have to have a system of approach to get us there. Okay. So this, this young girl, do we know how old she is? We don't. Okay. So this young girl has a, a hair loss concern. Okay. So a system of approach that would be found on her intake information, like your chief concerns, right? Mm -hmm. And a system of approach is this, and it's this way every time, every single time. Okay. And I'm just laying this out there so that it leads up to this. Then it makes my answer to this make more sense. Okay. They have a 30 minute orientation class where we explain to them in detail what we do, how we do it, why, how long could it take, what could the fees or services cost. Um, it takes three to six months to get stable, one to three years to get well. See, in my mind, when someone throws this out on the table as something to handle in a Q&A, it makes excellent sense and I'll get there and we will handle it, but we have to have all this groundwork laid ahead of time. Mm. to make sure that the experience for this little girl and her mom and dad is, is exceptional, okay? 
So we have to pre-educate everybody and make, so I got to make sure this is all in place. So this is as a practitioner, this is what I do regardless of the thing. In fact, I tell them that in class. Mm -hmm. Everybody gets to our office, they have the thing. Here's what the thing is. Headaches, dizziness, blurred vision, ringing in the ears, potentially some, you know, physical symptoms like blood pressure or weight gain, weight loss, can't sleep, right? Or they hit the point where it's diabetes. Yeah, you know, or they've been and, diagnosed. And they've been diagnosed and you're down that road. Yep. Yeah. So everybody has the thing. The thing is not the focus. The pre-education positioning them to correct and take responsibility for how to get over the thing or beyond the thing. That's that's the focus. So we get them focusing on the solution. There's no saying if you focus whatever you focus on, you get more of. Whatever you focus on, you get more of. And if we focus on a solution-driven approach to anything then that's what manifests. If we focus on the thing and we focus on that, then that's what we got. We're not focusing on a solution, we're focusing on the problem. So I share all that as a preface to how I look at these when I answer questions. And I don't like to just dive in and just say, oh, well, here's the things you check. So part of that education is that we know from clinical experience, from practitioner experience, trying to learn how to change my vocabulary, from practitioner experience, that there are several stressors that can stand in the way of this young girl's ability to stop losing hair. Her hair is thinning, right? Mm -hmm. So we know that metal and chemical toxicity needs to be evaluated. We know that her diet must be evaluated. We know that immune system, her immune system, weakness for, say, parasite or yeast or fung, you know, bacteria, virus, okay? That weakness in the immune system must be considered, okay? And we know that scars, scar tissue on the body, can be a, a tremendous neurological interference factor. So once we've established that we're going to look at the, her case from all these angles, now we've established a framework, a stable platform for mom and dad and for her, depending on her age, to stand on and say, oh, that makes sense. Me experiencing hair loss is not a diagnosable disease. Mm -hmm. It is a symptom of lack of performance. Where in my body, what am I doing known to me, or maybe I don't know about it, blind spots, could I be doing or not doing that's, that's causing this problem and contributing to that problem, okay? Because we know genetics is 30% of the overall picture. The other 70% is diet, lifestyle, and stress. This child might be under a tremendous stress. She could be. Mm-hmm. Current times, she could be seven years old. She was going to school one year. Oh, the next sorry, year, no, she's we're not seven. Oh. Sorry, that's a different one. I'm oh. just young, just severe. Oh, young. Hair loss. Okay, yeah, sorry, severe hair loss. Okay, <laughs> so so we make sure that yeah. that framework or that stability of education is in place, preparing that person to understand what they're going to have to do to get well, and more importantly, understanding why they're not performing properly. So the hair loss. So we have to evaluate that. Then we take them through and look at digestive enzymes. Mm -hmm. You know, after, with the diet or after mm -hmm. the diet, are they eating things that doesn't promote? Pro hair is protein. First thing I think of, after I know I've got my foundational education in place and they're standing on it in a stable manner and ready and excited to move forward, then I start saying, you know, hair is protein. We need to check your, your digestion. Maybe mm -hmm. your digestive enzymes, hydrochloric acid, amylase protease, you know, these things, lipase, your digestive um, elements mm -hmm. could be off. Okay, so let's check there. Most people it is because most people have diets that have diminished, diminished their body's ability to keep up with the demands. Their body's ability 
to keep up with the demands that they've placed because of dietary habits. Okay, mm-hmm. so there's that's one of the first things we look at, right? Maybe there's an immune challenge. Maybe we have a, a yeast fungus or a parasitic uh, activity in the GI tract, okay? Interfering with her body's ability to uptake nutrients. So let's say she's got a great diet. She's digesting well. We check the digestive side of things. That's not it. Maybe we've got something that is robbing her, mm. right? Which is why we ask those questions that we ask during our evaluation process. Mm. How are your bowel movements? Two to three a day is normal and, and healthy. Uh, if ener- How's your energy been? Are you sleeping well? Do you have any gas, bloating, nausea, or heartburn, right? All of this is by design so that we are positioning the person to identify for themselves. Ooh, that could be a contributing factor. Let me work on that. Let me do this, right? I'll, I'll take your enzymes. And yes, I've got a, a yeast issue. So, I, you know, I've been going to the gym for six years and can't lose an ounce or whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. The point is you have to have a structured way to evaluate their current status, determine a course of action, and educate them as to why so that they'll do their part and comply with your recommendations cheerfully. Mm. Comply with your recommendations and pay your fees and send lots of people to you, Mm -hmm. right? You have to have that system in place. If you don't, then somebody calls you up and says, hey, I'm having hair loss. If you don't have a process to take them through, you never establish stability with this young woman who's losing hair. She could have a metal or chemical toxicity, Mm -hmm. right, that's interfering with with the uptake of protein. She could have, um, you know, any number of things. Point is, you have to have an evaluation process to identify it. But I always think, you know, with hair loss, hair's protein. I mean, common sense. Once they're well-educated, common sense says, hey, this person's digestion's probably off. They probably need some good digestive aids. And because of blind spots, they just didn't know any better. They're not probably eating the optimal diet mm-hmm. for themselves based on what their body needs. Mm-hmm. It takes three to six months to get stable, regardless of the thing, mm-hmm. you as a practitioner position yourself in the relationship to have at least three to six months to handle their concerns. Not three to six days, mm-hmm. right? Not three to six weeks, three to six months. And if they're better in two weeks, you're a miracle worker. Mm-hmm. But if you say, oh yeah, well, let's see where you're at in five days on this, see if it stops, and it doesn't, you didn't deliver. Not because you weren't a good practitioner, and not because you weren't doing good things for them. You didn't get the time frame in place properly. A practical frame of time. To manage the expectations. To manage the expectations and to get them to what they want. So that's those are the most important things I look at with a, with a hair loss case. Yeah. Okay. Well, and I would just add on to that. So we do have the product Skin Hair and Nails. Which Wonderful. we all love. Yep. Um, with that being said, and this is why we like to do these, because anything can be anything. So we have this amazing protocol book. I know I use it every day. I know <laughs> many of you use it every day. I, I know use Dan it every day. Uses, uses it every day. So it's amazing. It has these awesome protocols in here, right? So obviously, skin, hair, nails is going to be under hair loss. But then if underlying factors or diet or, right, if these other things aren't getting addressed... Um, the product isn't magic, right? The product is, is going to support having these other things in place and positioning the body. So just keeping that in mind that these protocols are like 
amazing, but they're also kind of on average what we found for that concern. It's not right. to say that that is the one and only answer for that concern. Yep. yep. Um, that's why the evaluation is so important. Okay, let's move on to um, itchy burning sensation under the skin and throughout the body mm. has been diagnosed as dermatographia. I'm sure I did not pronounce that correctly and takes an antihistamine every 48 hours. Ouch. That's intense. Yes. Okay. So, again, itchy, burning sensation under the skin that kind of moves around and they've been using a symptom suppression Sorry, yeah. A time. <laughs> symptom suppression approach uh, uh, a histamine, uh, antihistamine, okay? Always remember this, again, everything I said on the first case still applies. Nothing's changed at all on the educational platform they're standing on. But here's what you have to look at. Itching is going to be, you're going to have to really pay close attention to their immune system. Usually a yeast or a parasitic type weakness is going to be found. That's number one. If it's yeast... That would explain the burning because metal and chemical poisoning or parasite, okay, because yeast is from the parasite family, you're going to have to be very aware of in your evaluation of that client the need for a metal or chemical detox, okay? So I would ask questions like if this person was in my office and I went through the education and we're in the intake procedures, I'm looking at their case history, mm -hmm. do you have hobbies where you're around paints or aerosols, you spray, you know, cars or you're, you know, you're, you're reloading firearms or mm -hmm. you're around, you know, metals and chemicals, you know, you like to risk, you like to play with old, with models and you're using paints. I mean, just let your mind kind of explore where they might be getting exposed to metal and chemical toxicity. Part of our intake procedure is if they have dry mouth, cotton mouth, uh, bitter metallic taste or sciatic nerve pain. These are strong indicators that the body's overwhelmed with some form of metal or chemical exposure in the environment. So that's another part of our evaluation process. Okay. Um, and so we look at the itching, potential immune system, the burning immune system, and the component of metal or chemical toxicity. Mm -hmm. So have a way to effectively evaluate that. And then, uh, and then lastly is the, uh, the, what, itchy and burning? Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's really, those are the two things. But liver, that's the third thing. Liver, 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 liver. Mm. I heard a doctor say one time, and I thought it was fascinating. They said there's no such thing as a true allergy in its current understanding. But we definitely are dealing with a faulty liver. Something's mm -hmm. going on with the liver. It needs decongested. It needs to be supported, right, nutritionally, but also, like, that's where the cleanse and nourish mm -hmm. protocols come mm -hmm. in, right? For those of you that know about the cleanse and nourish protocols, you know that the second most important protocol to apply is, uh, after the bowel, is the liver. Mm -hmm. It's the liver gallbladder, right, the cystic duct. You And maybe you have to do it two or three times, okay? So, uh, beets, get your client eating beets, lots of them. It contains mm. choline. It helps to re reset and decongest that liver. Um, if you can get, if you have products with Spanish black radish, okay, mm -hmm. we need to support this phase one, phase two activity of this liver. This liver is really struggling, okay? If this person's having to take an antihistamine every 48 hours and we're not in allergy season per se, we're not dealing with an environmental issue, probably a food issue, 
though, of the five stressors, really look at foods, immune system, metals, and chemicals. Um, you got to look at those stressors and identify which ones are on display, which is driving this, uh, which, where do we start? Sometimes you have to start with digestive aids. Mm-hmm. If this person is not having two to three bowel movements every day, if they're one of your constipation cases, got to get them pooping. You got to get them pooping. <laughs> yeah. Because they're going to have itchy, burning uh, skin issues. Okay. Because the skin is a reflection of how healthy the inside is. What's going on in here? Okay, so when they develop skin issues, there's something going on on the inside. Uh, the skin is a mirror, let's put it that way, of your internal kidneys. Chinese medicine could come into play here. The skin is the third kidney in Chinese medicine, so pay attention to that. Um, if it's you know uh, a muscle cramps, so having muscle cramps, check them for sodium potassium balancing. Get them on some good bee pollen, right? Six or eight tablets a day. Mm-hmm. And balance out the sodium potassium so that that will calm down this this notion of an allergy type response and the need for an antihistamine. So these are just some of the clinical experiences, practitioner experiences that we know to be true in that particular case. 80% of the time, if you'll go after the five stressors, educate them, it's going to take three to six months to get stable, one to three years to get well. And then look at those key areas that I just mentioned, immune system, foods, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, metals and chemicals, right? Address those in the right order. Um, and get them on board, get them properly educated so they know what their responsibilities are and get them on food logs, must be on food logs, okay? Um, then you're going to position them to get the the restoration of health and performance that you know uh, that you can deliver and that they're de- they're so desperately wanting. That's why they came to you, so. Awesome. Okay? Thank you. Yeah. Would you, um, <coughs> so I know you mentioned you would make sure their bowel movements are moving. Yeah. Let's say they have really good bowel movements. Would you go straight to a liver cleanse before a bowel cleanse? Nope. I would test it. Okay. I would actually test it. Again, the evaluation process. I've had several people that were brand new, and they they could skip the bowel cleanse and go right to the liver, or they needed to do the pancreas, or they needed to do a yeast or a parasitic protocol with some heavy metal tincture, and they mm-hmm. tested to be able to do both at the same time. Those cases you have to watch very closely. Don't overwhelm them. You can create a reprogramming or kind of a a healing crisis storm, right? A lot of toxic release and they're going to feel worse before they feel better. And you don't want them to, you know, inadvertently blame you for something you'd had nothing to do with. You're helping the body get what it needs, which is to detoxify. That process, however, if not handled properly, as you know, communication, yeah. good communication can last a lot longer than it should. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can be overwhelming. And, uh, and so we want to make sure we position them and have a long-term and a positive experience. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. <coughs> all right thank you Excuse yeah me, the, the challenge is that everyone's different mm-hmm. everyone's different right and anything can be anything so one person is completely fine with um you know proceeding with the liver cleanse before doing a bowel cleanse but they might need icf1 to make sure they're still keep that elimination going throughout the entire cleanse but another person <coughs> might have to do a bowel cleanse before they can proceed so that's where it gets challenging yes of uh, that each case is is independently its own, right? Yes, There's not one answer to any one thing. Correct. Nope, you got it. Okay, um, how about overactive immune system? This is kind yeah. of a hot, this is a really big one right now. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Again, the education process is the same. The five stressors are the same. When you get somebody with an overactive immune system, you can almost bet 
that they have been exposed to something, maybe vaccines, because they have adjuvant factors in vaccines, aluminums and things like that, that really ramp up Mm -hmm. the immune system, bringing on display those things that are already there. Mm -hmm. So we have to find out if they've been exposed to a bunch of vaccines or over-the-counter, you know, or prescription medications, antibiotics, things of that nature. Um, If they are a transplant case and are on immunosuppressant drugs that becomes a little trickier to navigate because mm. you you have a immune system now that needs to respond but they're doing certain pharmaceuticals that inhibit its ability to respond so that's the underactive case the overactive right. is that there's some kind of foreign substance substance present like the byproduct of parasites or yeast the byproduct of bacteria the byproduct of viral activity okay which has mm-hmm. got that immune system really heightened um, they're probably eating things they shouldn't, which the body has a hard time with processed grains and dairy are your numbered one and two right there. So again, we have to go back and look at food, food sensitivities, dietary patterns. You have to look at the immune system. You have to look at metal and chemical. You gotta look at scars, right? So again, great questions. The prep work to get the result, regardless of the thing, is the same every time remember that it's the same every time that's the structure right the flexibility is within that you're going to help them identify well what could be driving this issue with this overactive or underactive immune system right what are they exposed to Mm -hmm. so so that's that's key you have to be able to kind of navigate that ask the right questions again elimination has to be on on point Mm. that will affect the immune system Mm -hmm. your digestion has to be on point Mm-hmm. Excess residues of proteins that aren't being metabolized and broken down properly are going to contribute to this type of problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, metal and chemical toxicity, the suppression or overstimulation of the immune system can be because of, of those things. So you're going to find that these five stressors are going to be at the heart, at the core of 90, 95% of your cases. Mm-hmm. Okay. They may, and they'll be in different orders. Sometimes, I'll give you an example of a case I had, overactive immune system. Mm-hmm. This person was on three different diabetic medications, okay? Could not get the numbers down. Mm. When we did our evaluation, we found that this person had an immune weakness mm. for parasites, that they had blocked regulation, non-responsive nervous system because of scars, And that the bug had completely obliterated the pancreas performance. Okay? Mm. So when we felt we unblocked them and got their nervous system responding properly with the right scar tissue support, which was uh, wheat germ oil, Mm -hmm. topically, takes about 60 to 90 days. Okay? Uh, And then one of our light devices, topically, uh, every visit, um, uh, in-office handling of that tissue, that area. And so they had to rub weed germ oil on it every day, a couple, t- couple of minutes every day for 60 to 90 days. Then we had to support the immune system because it was overwhelmed because of the suppression of the nervous system by the scar that this activity, this environmental parasite had basically, for lack of better description, taken up residency in the pancreas. Mm. And it was completely... Wow. <coughs> Excuse me. It was completely blown off um, and could not... Uh, perform properly, keep up with the demands of enzymes and insulin. So the end result of this was handling the scar, getting their nervous system responding, boosting their, supporting their immune system properly to promote normal function, 
And we had them do a pancreas. Wow. We had them do a pancreas, uh, the HP pancreas cleanse and the nutmeg drink. Third of a teaspoon every morning for three days in a row. Empty stomach. Nutmeg, warm water, three days in a row, three to five days consecutively, will help purge that pancreas and help decongest to get things going mm. from, a, from a food standpoint. And so uh, they did that and were able to get away from uh, all of the pharmaceutical symptom suppression medications um, in, in a matter of about 12, 12, 14 weeks. It's pretty, pretty amazing, actually. Um, and they could not get their blood sugars down below a certain number. And it was real high with medication. And, um, you know, so that evaluation process is just kind of step by step. The process steps you in the right direction to solve the concern. Hmm. That's, that's the whole beauty of having the right evaluation process in place as a practitioner, education-wise for your client, Getting the time you need to get results, meaningful, lasting results, not just improvement of, oh, I don't have a headache anymore. Thank you. You know, thank you, Janessa. Mm. I've been on your program a week. I don't have a headache anymore. I don't need you anymore. Thank you. That can happen if they're not educated properly. No, this is just, this is just tells us we're reducing stress. We're going the right direction. Mm -hmm. You haven't actually restored function yet. We're just sending the firemen into the burning building, taking the fires down, right? Taking the stress down and then restore, rebuild, and repair. And you can't do both at the same time. You don't send carpenters into burning buildings, right? That's where this process, that's where this evaluation and communication uh, system comes into play. It's because you can handle all these kind of cases very effectively, sometimes quickly. Mm -hmm. Two or three weeks, they, are, they know they're better, but you've, you know, well, let's just monitor it properly. Let's make sure we don't have any rebounding, okay? Um, or six months to a year. And they're, okay, I'm finally there. Mm -hmm. I've had some cases that have been with me faithfully doing their part for three years and they're finally having breakthroughs. Mm. They're, but they're having breakthroughs that are lasting, okay? Mm. So, you know, because we have to peel away these layers of stress mm -hmm. in the order the body says you can do it. And if you do, do it too fast or too much too soon, it overwhelms them, then they won't stay with you. I mean, there's, there's so much that goes into great case management there's so much that goes into it so yeah anyways. i'd love to share a story real quick so please i actually um before i met you so before i met dan i went to another naturopath and i was actually very sick and knowing what i know now and in hindsight looking back what i believe happened from my perspective is that and not to say that he wasn't a great practitioner because he got me out of the gutter right mm -hmm. but he he attempted to work on about 20 layers of stress, maybe, I mean, I don't know how many, but several layers of stress at once yep. completely overwhelmed my system. Yep. I actually wound up not eating solid foods for about six weeks. And um, it was really, I mean, fortunately, I had a background where that I just knew the natural way was the way I was going. That was, there was no question in my mind. But maybe that just wasn't the right match for me. But had I not had the background and the commitment to natural health, I would have gone, this is crazy and gone right to the hospital probably and been put on and probably to this day be on prescriptions for the rest of my life to support my digestion and right. But um, that always stays with me of why it's so important to um, have a good evaluation process because 
I got a lot sicker than I should have gotten. And that could have gone much differently than how it did. No, you know, knowing what we know now and, and watching how he does things, had I, had I gone another route and just worked on one layer at a time, gently, then I could have carried on with daily life during that time and still been making progress on my health. So um, I just want to share that story because yeah, that's, yeah, that's, it was a really big, the, yeah. You had personal experience with everything we're touching on. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Last one, mold toxicity. You want to do mold toxicity? Yeah. Mold. Just, no. Okay. Sorry. Okay. No, actually, mold. sorry. Um, Tips for seven-year-old with severe candida. I have oh, so many. Yeah, that's Let's such talk a about good that, one. It's that such a challenge, really one. and I think this yep, is, is going really to continue to be a challenge. It's as well. really important because we have a seven-year-old with severe candida that usually affects hormones, Everything. bowel movements, her immune system's off, digestion is off, skin irritations, mm-hmm. wild, vivid. I mean, there's so many things. There's over 250 unrelated potential symptoms physical manifestations of candida um, that are unrelated, over 250. And in the larger cases and studies of candida, this can be actually a precursor to certain cancers. So this is something that we have to take very seriously. I know you as practitioners do. So we have to, uh, it's it's a huge dietary issue. Mm -hmm. And it's also a stress issue, okay? Mm -hmm. But it's a huge dietary issue. This is where our procedures in the office are this. I would love to help your child with their, with your health concerns for them. However, I have to take you through the process too, and we strongly uh, adhere to in more cases than not. I mean, there's some, there's the rare exception, but the, the parents put themselves on a program right along with the child. They need to know what it's like to do food logs. They need to know what it's like to be regimented to a, a supplement or protocol schedule for, for 90 days to six months. They, you know, it's one thing to tell the child and then the child doesn't see anybody else around them mm-hmm. doing things the way they're being asked to. Why? That's not fair. That's you're picking on me. That's not right. See, and so it's much better to have the child and the parents do a program together. That said, then you focus on diet, lifestyle, stress. You get the right nutritional support in place. If you don't muscle test and you can't figure out the usage amounts with that approach, then go by body weight, which is in the reference guide. Mm-hmm. A nice section on how to use the usage amounts that are appropriate based on weight. Okay. And you have to monitor these things very closely. So it's the same. There's also the self-test for a candida. I've been really trying to make sure everybody has a copy of that yep. lately. Yep. Um, because that is something you can send to clients. Have them do that from home. At, you know, I would, I would encourage them. Give them like, when you send it to them, give them like a date to do it by. Otherwise it sits in their, you know, inbox or in, they go set it down somewhere. But, um, really encourage your clients to do that. Even if you are seeing them face to face, we still encourage our clients, yep. hey, two times a year, do this at home. Yep. Right. Yep. Um, cause once they get to the maintenance phase, they might be seeing us, you know, once a quarter, mm-hmm. um, instead of weekly. Yep. And so, um, that is really a huge tool that you can use to help to do a lot of good. Yep. All right, awesome. So you got it. You just got to really hammer the diet. I know kids are, and really quiz them on the pooping. Okay. Here's what happens with most parents, mm-hmm. and I'll finish with this: when it comes to their children who now go to the bathroom by themselves and don't need mom and dad anymore, mom and dad are like, Phew, "I'm glad that's over. I don't have to wipe my child anymore." So then they completely put out of their minds if this child's going every day or not. Okay, because we're glad that's behind us. Great, you're self-sufficient in that area now. 
Um, you got to find out, parents. You've got little ones or grandkids, right? You got to talk to them. You got to have the poop talk. You got to have the poop talk with little ones. And it's okay that, that we want them in there two to three times a day going to the bathroom because what kids will go days and days without having a bowel movement. And that is the number one way the constipation is the number one. They'll start complaining about back pain. They'll start complaining about headaches. They're not sleeping well. They have all this stuff going on. Mm -hmm. And you as the parent or grandparent didn't think to ask them the most important first question we ask every client, every visit. How are your bowel movements? Mm -hmm. Okay. So really focus in on that one with kids. I think you're going to find you have some miracles with children. Right now you have parents or, or grandparents who have kids in their environment or that they're around that this is going on and they don't even know it so you can really position them to... i went through it yeah 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 so it's an important one it's really important mm -hmm. yes absolutely okay all right thank you so much everybody for joining us we really appreciate it like i said we do this every month so submit your questions or case studies um and have a blessed weekend yes. stay safe and healthy out there we appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to join us take care be blessed Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Practice Blueprint, the podcast. In order to get connected with us by way of Facebook or online or with our LinkedIn accounts, check us out at our website, countrydoctorwholesale.com. It's countrydoctorwholesale.com. There you can get plugged into a number of resources, give us feedback, ask questions, find out about future practitioner events, and be plugged into the Practice Blueprint Manual, which does provide over 20 hours of continuing education credits for practitioners that need it. It is a accredited nationally program with the ANMCB and the AANWP. So again, thank you for tuning in, and we look forward to catching you next time on Practice Blueprint, the podcast.